Good morning and welcome to Daily Devotions. My name is Israel and it's my privilege to encourage you today in this week's devotional series. We're starting off a new series today based on the names of God and how we can encounter God through these names. God has been called a lot of different things. We call him God, we call him Lord, Yahweh, Elohim, Jehovah. But most of these are actually more descriptions of his roles and not actually even his name. Even the name that's very familiar, Elohim, is more of a blanket term for spiritual beings that form part of God's divine counsel. And to the Canaanite people, of which the Israelites was a tribe of, Abraham was certainly from the region of Canaan, they believed there to be roughly 70 of these divine Elohim beings, all serving under and ruled by the El Elohim, the Most High God, who is the God that we serve and worship Yahweh. The only actual name for God that's been revealed to us in the Old Testament is the name Yahweh. And it means either he will be or I am that I am. Now you might be wondering if Yahweh is the only name that's actually been revealed as the name of God, why did I grow up calling God Jehovah? You see the name Yahweh in Hebrew is spelled by four letters called Yod, Hey, Vav, and Hey. And to the Jewish people is known as the Tetragrammaton. The name was considered to be so holy that the Jewish people never dared say the name out loud, except for once a year on the Day of Atonement, the name would be spoken by the high priest of Israel after the atoning sacrifice was made. So to stop Jewish readers from accidentally saying the Tetragrammaton out loud, they would very often in translations of the Hebrew Bible substitute the word Yahweh with the Hebrew word for the Lord, known as Adonai. So that when Jewish readers would reach that certain point in the text, they would out loud say the Lord and not Yahweh. And this is a, tra- a tradition that's been translated over into our modern English translations where everywhere in the Old Testament, you might see that the Lord is written in all capital letters Every instance of that is usually where the Tetragrammaton is found, the name of God, Yahweh, spelled as yod Hey, vav Hey. Later Jewish texts, however, seems to not have wanted to remove the Tetragrammaton in its entirety. And so they decided to rather create a little bit of a blend of Yahweh and Adonai by taking the four consonant letters, yod Hey, vav Hey of Yahweh, and combining them with the three vowels from Adonai. Now, when you would write this down, it would look like Yahovah, but no Jewish reader would have ever said the name Jehovah. They would rather have seen the written word and known that the holy name of God is Yahweh, but that the name that we say out loud is the Lord or Adonai. But in the early translations of the English Bible, the translators didn't understand this cultural dynamic of the Jewish people. And so they opted to, rather than translating Yahweh or Adonai, they opted to create a name for God and called it Jehovah. And it is an erroneous practice that is very often still continued today. But modern translations have opted to rather start using the Lord in all capital letters 
rather than translating Jehovah. So Jehovah was never actually a name for God, but more a cultural misunderstanding based on Bible translations. Now, there's a lot of names we're going to be looking at over the next two weeks, and although most of them aren't really names for God, they are descriptions of how God has revealed himself to us. Names such as Rapha, God as the healer, or Jireh, God the provider, or Nisi, God is our banner. But you might be wondering, why do these names even matter? The names matter because they allow us to discern the will of God for our lives when we pray, especially. Psalm chapter 9 verse 10 says, those who know thy name put their trust in thee. You see, to better understand the names of God is to better trust in God. And to better trust in God is to take more risk for the sake of his glory. And the more risk we are willing to take for the sake of his glory, the more we will see his kingdom be established on earth as it is in heaven. So the names of God to us reflect to us the will of God. John chapter 16 verse 23 says, Amen, amen, I say to you, whatever you ask from the Father, he will give it to you in my name. Now, this verse is sometimes very misunderstood. It's not that if you ask the Lord for a Ferrari in Jesus' name, then you can expect a Ferrari. It's that the name has to do with the will of God, not necessarily the name just being some magical word you say to get prayers fulfilled. Why? God wants us to engage our faith with his will, because if it is his will, it will happen. So the names of God aren't some sort of secret code that some people know and have fulfilled prayer and other people who don't know it are just completely missing out on it. The names of God, I believe, are tools for us to engage our faith with the will of God so that we can see us pressing into everything that God has for our lives. I so often meet people pastorally who tell me that they just don't know what the will of God is for them. They don't know if they can ask God for certain provisions because they don't know if it's, theirs, if it's his will to provide for them in this capacity. And it's to these people that I usually direct them to the names of God, to all the incredible names that he's revealed his will to humanity, his will for us as, so that we can better understand what God wants to do in our lives. You see, there's been seasons when I've needed to trust God for financial provision. And I've stood on God as Jireh, knowing that you've called yourself Jireh, the God who provides, because you want to provide for us. There's been seasons when I've had to trust God for healing, and I've stood on as Yahweh, as Rapha, the God who heals. Because if he's called himself the healer, then that's a good indication that I can trust him for healing. So remember Psalm chapter 9, verses 10. Those who know thy name, put their trust in thee. Learn to put your trust in the will of God as revealed to us through the incredible names that we have come to call God, as God has revealed himself to us. So over the next two weeks, you're going to be learning of a lot of different names that our scriptures have come to call God throughout all the centuries of our faith. Um, don't miss out this. I really think this is going to be an encouraging devotion series for you and that it will build your faith and we're going to learn a lot together on this journey. So join us every weekday morning at 7 a.m. Shall we pray? Holy Spirit, thank you for your presence with us. 
Thank you that you've revealed yourself to us in such incredible ways that we can stand on these names that you've revealed yourself as, as promises of your will over our lives. Will you lead us into the all-guiding truth of your love? Will you lead us into an understanding of your will? And will you help us better engage our will in faith with your will to see your kingdom come and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven? Father, be with us this day. Be with us this week. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.